0: Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and owner of 1360 KHNC. And uh, good morning, good Monday, happy President's Day. I know that it is absolutely freezing up there on the front range. Uh, This is a... We have our affiliate in Phoenix... Uh, as well, and and at least during Daylight Savings. or I don't know if this is the clock up or clock back time. You know, Arizona, we don't change the clocks. uh, But you guys are on a delay. So uh, normally when you're hearing my show, I've already done it. Um, And then when the clock, when when our times, when the time changes, so half the year you're live, uh, the other half the year you guys are on an hour delay. And right now we're on the hour delay side of things. So this is a rare live Show here uh, for the front range, I was talking to Jason this morning, incredibly cold matter of fact, uh, rolling blackouts now in Texas uh, as the temperature uh, continues to plummet. It was actually fantastic here, really nice yesterday. It was cold uh coming to work this morning, but uh nowhere you know nowhere near what you guys are facing up there. Uh, And really, a lot of the country, uh, big, big increases. Get ready uh, for higher power prices. Uh, Gasoline, I was driving in today. Gasoline here in Arizona has jumped 20 cents a gallon uh, in the last 10 days. But there's no inflation. Don't worry about it. Uh, Did you have a good Valentine's Day? Uh, My wife and I, uh, you know, there's not a lot to do. And... Very surprising, you know. Well, Arizona were open, right? The states open, uh, the hotels. I don't know what capacity they're allowed to have, but they're full. I mean, the, and I should let me let me restate that the the casino hotels are full, right? the The high end hotels are charging big bucks, four five hundred dollars a night, uh, but. There is this place called Medieval Times. If you've ever been to. Um, man, I'm just drawing a blank now. Can't you imagine? And, oh, the, rena- thing, the Renaissance Festivals. Have you ever been to one of those? We love going. We have one here. There's a Renaissance Festival that comes every year. I mean, it's way, way out. Uh, it's in Gold Canyon. And actually, it might even be past Gold Canyon. Uh, which, it's like an hour drive from my house to get there. That's how big the valley is. Uh, but but it's a a place they built this place it looks like a castle, and they built it in North Scottsdale where they do the the jousting and the horses and all that stuff. So if you've ever been to a Renaissance festival, you know if you've gone to the uh, jousting event, same type of premise there, and you have. Uh, you got a bottle of champagne and in, in dinner, um, and, and they put on a show. It's a couple of hours. We had a good time. We had a nice time, uh, but, but uh, we were kind of laughing at, you know, this is this is. Uh, this is what we were doing on on Valentine's Day. It was just me and her. And we were, we were just like, you know, man, this would have been something we would have definitely have taken the kids to. Of course, our kids are older now. They have no interest in doing any of that. Uh, and it cost a fortune. I'll just say that. It, 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 uh, and the funny part is you don't get any silverware. Yeah, so you had to eat with your hands. Uh, the food was eh, not great but the but the show was pretty good I, I would say this if uh, if you know what I'm talking about uh, it's probably worth doing once uh, just so you've seen it uh, but that's what we did nothing nothing too special uh, we actually it was sold out because you know they had limited capacity I think it was 50 percent capacity that's what it looked like uh, we we did the afternoon show they had three shows yesterday and they were all sold out. As a matter of fact they have shows today they're all sold out. Um, but yeah, very expensive very expensive um, and I don't, you know, the whole no inflation thing but that's what we did uh, so be safe out there Jason says it is really, really, really cold I'm sure it's probably pretty icy uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things today uh, I'm going to talk about silver we'll talk about the radio station I actually had some uh, people email questions. And I probably should do that a little more because I don't take callers on this show. Uh, but if you have any questions about gold and silver or precious metals, uh, send us send us an email. Go out to allamericangold.com. Hit the contact button. Uh, it'll go right to me. Or if you can remember my email, that's not very hard, double J, spell out the word double, the letter J, just one J, double J at allamericangold.com uh, and that's the letter j not the name j just the letter j double j at allamericangold.com and and got a uh, a great uh, you know three or four questions uh, that came in, so I'll, I'll go over those as well. Uh, the next segment is going to be a long one. Uh, Jason gave me a whole bunch of reasons why we won't have the normal bottom of the hour uh, break here. I think that's Phyllis Schlafly. I think that that we're playing that up there, uh, so you won't hear that today. You'll just hear me talking a lot uh, about silver, some major developments, and remember what I've been telling you. You know, this isn't a short squeeze there's a supply squeeze going and really this squeeze is everywhere it's in the silver markets, it's in the gold markets it's in the rhodium markets, the palladium markets uh, platinum on the move uh, platinum now above 1200 on the way to 1300 so platinum uh, showing signs of life uh, but the big news, and obviously silver's been, there's been a lot of talk about silver uh, with the Wall Street bets and Reddit. Uh, my son is very active on that. Uh, there was some chatter over the weekend about it, but not a lot. You know, they're mostly uh, looking for, not, not necessarily stocks that are good stocks, they're just looking for opportunity. Where hey everybody short this stock let's go long force short covering drive up the price and then get out Uh, that's not what's happening in in the silver market it's not even close Uh, so we'll talk about that uh, when we get back and I feel like we should have had a break I know we should have had a break Uh, not sure where that one so who knows maybe this is going to be. Totally commercial-free. It could be a whole commercial-free hour. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. There we go. There's the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Next segment, though, will be a long one. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. This power outage in Texas over two million now without power uh, there's a big coin show that was going on there I just got an email uh, from them because I, I'm invited to all these things and there's this uh, zoom meeting thing that they wanted me to partake in and and I wasn't gonna do it but uh, I just got an email it's been it, and it was today it was supposed to be at noon today just got an email from them saying uh, it's closed uh, due to Due to the power. So uh, we'll we'll keep our eyes closed. Listen, it's really, really cold. I just got a text from Brian saying each break uh, is only going to be about a minute. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Brian. I I appreciate that. We're uh, putting this together. We wanted to do uh, another show today. It is President's Day. The markets are closed. But the gold and silver markets uh, are open and we, we just wanted to reach out and, and communicate with everybody uh, and do this show here today. So Jason and Brian were jumping through hoops to make that happen. Uh, we got gold. Uh, gold's down $2. dollars uh, 18 19 right now. Silver up another $0.36. Cents. Silver now starting to stock $28, $27.70. Uh, before I get to what's going on there, I'm going to go to the emails. Uh, Ralph sent me a question, and and he and it really it was a couple of them about purchasing gold and silver. First, is the transaction private? So let's let's talk about that for a minute. When you're purchasing hard assets, precious metals. The buying of it, okay. just the buying of it, is private. Unless you use more than $10,000 in actual Federal Reserve notes. You can write me a check for a million dollars. You can put it on your credit card, whatever, it doesn't matter if you got a $50,000 limit, you can do it, right? 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 35,000 and anything under the sun. Check, credit card, bank wire in any amount. When you are paying in physical cash, however, you may be a terrorist, a drug dealer. There's a little form uh, that you have to fill out and I get to send it to the IRS. To say that you are in here with a whole lot of cash. But that's not the only thing. What you want to make sure is it's private no matter what you do. Is it private when I buy it? Is it private if I trade it? Is it private when I sell it? And this is where a lot of people run afoul because, you know, they think they're smart. They want to buy, you know, I'll call it cheap gold and silver. And cheap's a very relative term, there's nothing cheap about it. But people like to buy these bars. Any amount over $10,000 of bars that you sell to me or any other dealer gets. I need your information. I'm going to need your driver's license. I'm going to need your social security number. I'm going to need your address because i got to send you 1099. Stick to the stuff we sell. That's the best thing I can tell you to do. Uh, that, that's why, you know, when we talk about gold especially, why do I like the old gold more than the new gold or any other gold? Because it's the most private period but great question really good question does it have to be declared when asked about assets no that's up to you if you would like to declare it you can um, you know and I'm and I'm talking about stuff like if you want to put it in a trust or or Uh, something like that or have it in a will obviously you're declaring it do you have to do those things absolutely not Um, if you're trying to leave the country make sure you know what the laws are because a lot of countries and I would dare I say most countries have laws about how much gold or silver you can bring in. And silver, because of weight, is, is a problem. You can't, you know, the airlines aren't even going to let you put it on there. But uh, gold, uh, most countries, uh, there's a dollar amount, and anything over that amount, uh, you need to declare. I always say uh, precious metal is a great way to hand down wealth because you don't have to declare it if you don't want to. You can just, you know, hand it down. Hand it down to your kids or grandkids or whatever it may be. Is it possible that it could be confiscated again? Now, silver's never been confiscated. They wrote the law to confiscate it in 1933 when they confiscated gold from the citizenry and essentially ended uh, the period of the currency being backed by gold. They wrote the law to confiscate silver as well. Because they wanted to. Believe me, they wanted to. But somebody figured out, wait a minute. We'd probably have to take the state of Rhode Island. I know Rhode Island's not a big state, but just imagine you know how many miles of Uh, That we're talking about, the entire state build a warehouse 80 stories tall to fit all this, and it may even have to be 100 stories tall. So, wasn't practical to confiscate silver. Obviously, gold as we know. All the gold the United States owns could fit into Fort Knox. A building, one building, that's it, you know. Uh, and, and I think all of the gold ever mind all of it. So think about every gold tooth, all gold artwork, all gold jewelry, all gold coins and bars, all of it. I mean, all of it. Take a, a professional basketball court. And maybe, it doesn't even get 100 feet high. So think about uh, the Denver Nuggets and the arena that they play in. Every ounce of gold ever mined in the world would fit into that. Where silver, you got to take the whole state of Rhode Island and go 100 stories tall, you know. So, but can it be confiscated again? Talking about gold. Absolutely. You know, there's been a lot of talk. and I mean, a lot. Uh, I'll give you a great case in point. Idaho. The latest state. Now, they just passed. They're going to... Uh, they voted to approve taking some of Idaho's funds and diversifying from the dollar uh, in the form of gold. That just happened. And you're seeing a lot of states considering this. You see what all these other countries are doing. But there's been talk that to give credibility. Cause remember, right now we're on this fiat money system. They they tell us the debt is twenty eight trillion. But the central bank they got $8 trillion, so it's at least $36 trillion, right? At least, right? right? And then they're, I already know for a fact they're loading trillions out to the banks. I mean, it's probably closer to 40 really. And that doesn't include state and local. And, of course, we know the Biden administration, right, this, this number's going to get massive. And the default is coming. And it won't be the first default ever, even though that's what they try to believe. We've defaulted plenty. We defaulted in 1933 when we took the gold away from the citizenry. All the contracts got rewritten. Because everything used to say interchangeable with gold or Federal Reserve notes. Just broke the contract. 1971 we did it again right? but this time we did it with what with foreign governments they couldn't exchange gold for treasuries but could it be confiscated again sure I could see it I could and, and I could see it a couple of different ways one way is to give credibility to the new money right hey, we screwed up, you know, But and and remember now, and I want to be clear on this, life is going to be bad when this happens. You know, think about the housing and financial crisis. That was bad, right? And that, and that was recent enough. We all remember that. This will be worse. You, your neighbors, your brothers, your, your parents, your kids, a lot of people you know your friends are going to suffer tremendously right they'll be out of work probably lose everything they've had i mean you, you know we've seen it and they may decide to try to back the new electronic currency with gold which at that point in time right you would expect them to to confiscate right cuz the 8000 tons we allegedly have that's not enough just at the current level of money supply gold would have to be over $70,000 an ounce and silver would be like i don't know 1200 bucks and remember we're going to go at least two or three more years before this happens and at the pace we're going at, right, you know, there's going to be another 15, 20 trillion in debt. So uh, let's just call it probably about 100,000, right? You know, give or take. So they would need more of it. And again, that goes back to one of the other questions that, that he was talking about, about privacy. Why I like pre 33 gold over, uh, say, gold eagles. The government has, in their eyes, in their eyes, there's two types of gold. There's bullion, and there's collectible. That's it. And I know collectible doesn't mean, hey, you're buying uh, some rare, you know, gold coin. Doesn't mean that. It's part of collectibles. But when the government started minting gold again in 1986... They wrote the Gold Eagle Act, and inside that act, they only classified one type of gold as collectible. U.S. minted pre-1933. That's it. Everything else, as far as the government's concerned, bullion. I can put any kind of gold in your IRA, except for pre-1933. I can put all kinds of silver in there. Not everything, but but a lot of it. But the only gold you can't put, I can put a maple leaf in. A Krugerant. I can put a gold bar in there. An Australian kangaroo can go in there. But a pre-1933 U.S. minted $20 gold piece? uh Uh-uh. $10 Indian? Nope. $5 Lib? Forget about it. And all the other ones. And I and I think that's going to be uh, what could happen. If they did recall gold, everyone with the pre-33s, I think you've got a good shot at keeping it. Now, with the struggle of a pan, government can do what it wants. We all know this. They may take it all. I don't know. In 1933... The only gold you could keep was collectible coins. That was it. No one could own it. A dentist could have it for teeth. An artist could have it for artwork. You and I could have it as jewelry. But you couldn't own a gold coin. Or a gold bar. You couldn't. It was illegal. From 1933 all the way to the 70s. The other way I see it happening, too, by the way, is if China uh, now there's talk that Germany now is starting to talk about a gold back, bringing back the Deutschmark and backing it with gold. If if another major player comes out with some digital gold back something, it could force our hand here. So uh, just keep that in mind. I thought they were uh, just great questions. And then he says, I know you're not a big fan of silver, uh, but would you recommend it to a first-time buyer that's not working f- with a lot of money? Absolutely. Listen, uh, if you're at the lower end of things, silver's a great way to go. And, and what I don't like about silver isn't that I think it's a bad investment. I think it's a great investment. It's just heavy. Takes up room. You know, if you've got a hundred thousand dollars, well, you know what, you got a half a million dollars of silver. Right? You got over a thousand pounds. And think about like, I don't know, twenty seven shoeboxes stacked up to the ceiling. It takes up a lot of room. That that's that's what I don't like about it. Not that it's a bad matter of fact, I think silver right now maybe may become the hottest thing around. It's already hot can't get it it's tough to get but but all very. i hope that answered your question ralph i appreciate it. if you have other questions email me i'll take them out on the air because i know if you've got one and i guarantee you there's hundreds of people listening today that had the exact same questions uh that that ralph did so i appreciate that question ralph i really really do and when you're talking about silver, you know we we've seen silver. Just think about this: less than eleven months ago, silver. Well, yeah, you know, eleven. Well, a little more than eleven. 11 months and a couple weeks. I'll get it right. Silver was thirteen dollars. Silver's now twenty-eight. Well, just under, just under twenty-eight. And it's gotten even harder to get. And a lot of people, especially we know this, right? In the last few weeks, there's been a lot of talk about silver and what's going on in the silver market. And last week I told you, I want to say it was Friday even, hey, this isn't a short squeeze. Believe me, they want you to think it is. Because a short squeeze implies what? It implies that, hey, things are going to go back to normal. It's just a, it's temporary. There's nothing temporary about it. Look at any chart. And I'm not talking about the price of silver. Economics 101. Supply and demand. Ask, ask any farmer about supply and demand. They'll tell you. And what we've seen happen in silver has been nothing short of incredible. Demand is off the charts. And I'm not just talking about demands for, for you know, coins, investment demand, you know, for, for hard assets. I'm talking about industrial demand. Heck, even jewelry demand's picked way up. But now, something very interesting is happening. Uh, this broke over the weekend. Uh, the silver ETF, right? That's when you can, uh, instead of buying uh, a, a one one ounce of silver. It's like a stock. It's an ETF, and you can control ounces of silver without actually owning it, right? And how this works is they have warehouses, the ETF, and they've got to put one ounce of silver aside, physically put it there for every 10 ounces that gets controlled. So, essentially, if somebody buys 10,000 shares of the silver ETF, they've got to buy one delivery bar. So, in silver, silver comes in 1,000-ounce delivery bars. So, if you go to the COMEX in New York, go to London, the Metals Exchange in London, and this ETF, they use London. That's where they get their product. They store it in London. At least the biggest ETF that that uh, you're out there, SLV. They have to produce a report. Unlike unlike Fork Knox, they got to produce a report with all the bars they own. So anybody in theory could go in there and, and pull up a good delivery bar. It's got a it's got stamped each bar's got its own number and see that yup, it got registered, yup, and yep, and it got delivered right. You can it's like an audit trail. Over the weekend, they said that now eighty five percent of the silver in London is already owned by the ETF. London claims that there's 33,609, 33,609 1 ounce or 1,000 ounce silver bars in their vault. Okay, so just you know, think about that in your mind. That's like 33 million 609,000 ounces of that over 28,000 oh I'm sorry but scratch what I just told you because I just made everybody dumber because I don't know how to read it's 33,609 tons of silver so that's way more silver over 28,000 metric tons of silver is now owned by ETFs. So, you know, you, you, you do the math and you're like, okay, well, there's there's maybe 5, 000, 5 tons left. That's all that's left. And according to the research, the SLV, which has seen massive dollar inflows, just since the, just in the last two weeks, well, let's call it two and a half weeks. The last two and a half weeks, and counting weekends, the last three weeks, the silver ETF had to buy three thousand four hundred and sixteen point one one metric tons. Which, obviously, do some math, you're like, okay, that's like three weeks of, there's only maybe three weeks of supply even left. This has started from January 29th through today. They said that SLV has been buying almost every physical 1,000-ounce silver bar that London has had in its vaults. Between Friday, January 29th, In February the 3rd, shares increased by over 109 million ounces. Over that three-day period, SLV, which is the silver ETF, claimed to have added an incredible 3,400 metric tons of gold to its holdings. They now say their holdings of silver bars stands at 677.35 million or 21,000 metric tons just by SLV. And it's not the only ETF. The other ETFs, that's where you get the other seven plus metric tons. Then something really interesting happened. They had to issue a change to their uh, SEC reported guidelines because they had to note that we have an issue with the availability of physical silver. And they had to warn the customers, because a lot of them short the silver market through the SLV. On February, well, they dated it February 3rd, ironically, but it was posted on the website, I want to say, like February 6th or 8th, something like that. But let me just, I, I won't bore you by reading it all, let me just tell you what they said. They threw an issue, a warning, if you will, to the short sellers of silver that their price, which is supposed to track spot, may become very volatile and that there is a potential Because there's so much fake paper out there that the SLV could suddenly spike causing massive margin calls and that they're warning their short sellers that they may require them to put more money in. Right? The old Robin Hood thing in reverse. This is GameStop in reverse. Right, remember what Robin Hood did. Hey, we didn't want to put more money in so no one could buy. Right, Forcing those stocks back down. SLV is warning it the other way. Saying, hey, the spot price may say $28, but our share price could be $38. And if that happens, you're paying Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. I forgot (laughs) the short breaks. I'm sorry. Uh, We just had uh, our CBD products arrive here at the office. Uh, By the way, uh, Colorado as well now. Uh, You can pick up all your CBD products that we have online at either one of our offices. Uh, I apologize for that. So We're talking about uh, the silver shortage. An SLV, which is the largest ETF by far, had to file with the Securities and Exchange Commission saying that demand for silver may exceed available supply that is acceptable for delivery to the trust. Remember, 1,000 ounce silver bars, that's, that's what they can put in there. Which may adversely affect an investment in the shares. Now what does that mean, adversely affect? Adversely affect who? The ones that want silver to go up? Or the ones that want it to go down? Right? Remember, we all remember you know, GameStop, right? Who did they adversely affect? The ones that wanted it to go up. Because it's just debt. See, this is a little different problem. This is a real asset. And a real asset is going to behave by the laws of supply and demand. To the extent that the demand for silver exceeds the available supply at the time, authorize participants may not be able to readily acquire sufficient amounts of silver necessary for the creation of a basket. In other words, they want to control a lot of shares to go short. They're not going to let you. You want to get delivery. And I forget, you got to have an outrageous amount in the ETF to get them to deliver to you, you can do it. And I forget what the amount is. It's ridiculous. It's so much money. If you want delivery, they won't allow it. Even though it said in its little perspective hey, that it could, again, changing the rules in the middle of the game. Baskets may be created only by authorized participants and are issued in exchange for an amount of silver determined by the trustee that meets the specifications. And blah, 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 blah. And what, what it says, they talk about the dating of it and all this stuff. But here's the risk that they're talking about. What are they warning about? Number one, they're warning, hey, we're going to, no one can take delivery except us. And then they talked about risk related to the shares. A sudden increase in demand for shares. Which, it's not sudden. Listen, we can talk about the last couple of weeks. But don't kid yourself. Inflows to the silver ETF have been spiraling and started in 2019. This has been going on for several years, and it's just getting a little faster. I don't want you to think, oh, my gosh, this was an overwhelming amount. It was a good amount. But there's also a good amount flowing in there in December. We are setting records then. A sudden increased demand for shares that temporarily exceeds supply may result in price volatility of the shares. A significant change in the sentiment of investors towards silver may occur. Investors may purchase shares to speculate on the price of silver or to hedge existing silver exposure. Right, That's when you short it. Speculation of the price of silver may involve long and short exposures to the extent that the aggregate short exposure exceeds the number of shares available for purchase. Investors with short exposures will have to pay a premium to repurchase shares for delivery to share lenders. In other words, could we see a major spike in the price of silver? Kind of like they're saying, you know, they called it a short squeeze. It's not short squeeze. They just said flat out, there's not enough sale of silver for us to buy. Period. Period. What happens when that happens? the price goes up? And it'll go up until there is. It'll go up until there's enough silver out there for people to buy. What price point is that? I don't know. 40, 50, 100, I don't know. But I guess what I'm I'm warning you about today get ready. Remember the delivery contract. I told you, March is delivery. If they can't make good, buckle up. And believe me, silver's not going anywhere without gold going with it. So either way, make sure you have it done. The sooner, the better. This is I don't know that I've ever seen silver stockpiles this low. And, again, uh, the 1,000-ounce delivery bar, get ready. You know what I'm going to tell you? Get ready. They're going to take 100-ounce bars, kilo bars, Eddie bar, and, and I already tell you right now, those are all gone. Gone. They're not available. None of these these independent manufacturers, all they're doing is making 1,000-ounce bars. It costs them less. Why would I want to make a 1,001-ounce bars when I can make one? Thousand ounce bar and, and got plenty of buyers for it. That's all they're making. That's why I think you're seeing, you know, like I said, silver's up uh, 35, 36 cents today, and our markets aren't even open. And again, well planned. They didn't want this to come out, waited until the long weekend. Uh, but make no mistake about it. This is a physical delivery problem. Nobody, nobody is selling anybody any silver at twenty-seven dollars. Nobody, or twenty-eight, or twenty-nine, or thirty, or thirty-one. Right? You get the idea. That's what's happening uh, in the markets today. Uh, right now, I've got. Well, you know, just like everything else, prices back up again. Right? We got. Uh, Well, we'll get to that here at the end. I got some junk silver available for purchase. Let's see how that goes. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that. I just got an email. uh, GCN is down. Uh, The polar vortex uh, shutting places down. Texas uh, rolling blackouts. Oregon rolling blackouts. West Virginia rolling blackouts worried about blackouts in louisiana north carolina and other places uh but uh, just to jason and brian i don't know which programming would have with that affects. but i knew, do know we carry some gcn programming uh got an email from them they are down uh, we are still here we're rocking and rolling uh silver market uh news out of the largest etf in the world today we've changed the rules And we issued a warning to the shorts. So this is the opposite of the GCN thing. And again, I've been telling you all along, this is a physical problem. This isn't a short squeeze. And I know they want you to think, oh, this just happened. No, it didn't. Remember what I told you on Friday. They expect more than one billion ounces of silver demand, and I think they uh, they've underestimated investment demand by a hundred million. So one, I think there's going to be more than one point one billion in silver demand in 2021. That's one point one billion. Uh, total mine supply is only 866 billion ounces. So you tell me. I mean, we're we're talking about. Uh, a three hundred million ounce shortage of silver. Yeah, get ready. Uh, half dollars, two seventy five a roll. I have one bag available at twenty seven five. Uh, quarters to sixty five a roll. I've got three bags available at twenty six five dimes, $132.50 a roll. I've got one bag of dimes available for 26 5 And that's it. Uh, tomorrow, as I told you, I'm picking up an estate tomorrow. There is silver in it. I've got a list a mile long of people that want to buy it. Um, I don't know that it'll even make it on the air. If it does, it's going to be quick. Uh, and you guys are going to be on delay, so I'm warning you if you you uh, Uh, just that I don't know what will be available and and that'll be Wednesday because I got it's going to take me all day Tuesday after the show I got to go pick it all up uh, transport it and do all that stuff so stay tuned for that it's got there's a lot of other stuff in there could be a good buying opportunity uh, but but right now what we're seeing here uh, in the demand side just here at Patriot it's off the charts off the charts the price. I think the price is getting ready. This whole little, you know, fantasy land thing that that Wall Street likes to have just doesn't hold up. And when the largest ETF in the world comes out and says, "Uh oh, we we got a problem. There's not enough bars available for us to purchase." That's how many people want in. That's how many people want in. This isn't a white right-wing, wacko, tinfoil, helmet-wearing metal anymore. Gold and silver's not that anymore. It's mainstream. Everybody wants it, uh, and there's a reason why, because nobody wants to hold this fiat stuff. Nobody. They're not paying the debt. Nobody even talks about it. You know what's so funny? They don't talk about balancing the budget anymore. They don't talk about, oh, we can't do this to the kids and the grandkids, right? Can't stick them all We're the kids and the grandkids. It's already here. Uh, And with the Biden administration, this thing's going to go parabolic. I expect them to pass this next stimulus before the end of the month. Because remember, 11 million people lose their unemployment benefits because that's all this thing. They only bought themselves an extra 90 days. So sometime in March, they'll be out again. They don't want that to happen and I think that's going to be that catalyst. Uh, I, I th- I, I'll be shocked if we don't see silver over 30. Uh, you're going to see gold back uh, to new all time highs. And uh, right now, I would, at the beginning of the year, I thought we could get close, you know, somewhere between 40 and 50 on silver. Could we see 75? Yeah, 100. I mean, this is nuts. Peter Radio News Hour. Listen, try to stay warm out there. I know it's freezing. God bless, and we'll be back tomorrow.